Smokes, it's Reaction Brats. I am one of your hosts, David. And I'm Robin. And we're back. We're recording on a Monday night. Robin is storying on Instagram. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's interesting. Check that out uh, on our Instagram at Reaction Brats Pod. Uh, it's Monday night. We're back on a Monday night. I don't like this Monday night thing. I don't love it either. Do you want to stop while you post your thing? or? Yeah. Can I just like post this real quick? Right. Like? We'll be right back. Yeah, my social media duties are now done. Thank you for that um, brief interlude. Building our social media empire one... (laughs) One story at a time. One story that no one sees at a time. Hey, you know, people like our stories. They do. No, I'm not saying they don't. Those three people really enjoy them. They do. (laughs) Hey, uh, like I was saying, it's Monday night at 8.37 p.m. and we keep having to do this. Uh, It's a little late. It's a little late for me. Like, I'm tired. I just want to like veg out in front of the boob tube and watch, uh, you know, what what would we watch? Uh, Well, morning show's done and Ted Lasso's done. Uh, I guess we kind of don't... Oh, well, we got um, uh, uh, Larry. I'd like to say both of which are shows we don't really like. Oh, you like Ted Lasso. Yeah, I liked Ted Lasso. I, I don't hate it. No, I was really glad the morning show was over. I don't know. Oh, we watched it every week, but remember at the end of the final episode, I was like, well, I'm really glad we don't have to watch that yeah. show anymore. Yeah, I don't like it either, but we continue to watch it. Yeah. And Ted Lasso is fine. It's nice. You know, it's not... I wouldn't say it's funny. Yeah. It's just nice, I guess. I liked it. Yeah. It wasn't like the best show I've ever seen, but it was refreshing for this time and this period of our lives. You know, it was, we watch a lot of true crime and I think it was just a nice refreshing break from that. <laughs> that it was. But yeah, there's Larry David. Uh, that's one thing that we need to catch up on a little bit. Mm-hmm, new Curbs. And, I also uh, like the new um, John, what's his name? Daily Show. John Daly Show. The John Daly Show? Yeah. The golfer? No. John Stewart. Yeah. The John Stewart Show, the new one. Yeah. I like it too. It's depressing, but it's a good watch. Yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite shows? Let us know on our Instagram page at Reaction Brats Pod. And uh, we had an interesting weekend. We were back in Pembroke with mm-hmm. our good, good friend Jordan Zadarozny. I was working on some of my electronic music. So there's two songs coming out soonish very exciting hopefully by january under my vic malang moniker and uh we'll be sure to let you know on here and play the songs and uh that shouldn't be too annoying uh did you uh, how do you think it sounds robin i love it yeah i think it sounds great mm-hmm. yeah what do you like about it <laughs> <laughs> um i love it i think it sounds great i think that it's um it's very big sounding, which I like, and it's full, and it's not um, like any of the other music that I've been hearing from you over the last couple of years that we've been together. So, oh, so that's like, kind of exciting. Well, what would you say it is? What's what does it sound like to you? Well, genre wise, since we were in Pembroke, and Pembroke is the techno capital of Ottawa Valley. Yeah, it is now. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, since I started going there, it's all beats. It had me tapping my and shaking my tush. It had her tapping her toes and shaking her little tush. Yeah, <laughs> this stuff is, uh, you know, one song's kind of in the techno ballpark yeah. and the other one's kind of uh, accidentally sounds pretty synth wave. That's the kind of stuff I'm making and uh, you'll be able to hear it soon enough. Like I said, January, we'll have a couple songs for you to hear. I love it. Um, and it's always... 
heck of a lot of fun going to Pembroke. Oh my God, it's my favorite. I love it. I love the drive. I love being there. I love small town living. I love that nothing was open on Sunday. It's just great. I love Jordan. I love his family. I love just the studio. Yeah, the farm. Everything yeah. Everything about it's great. And it's uh, it's just fun going up there. I've been doing it for years and uh, we'll continue to do it. Mm-hmm. But before we went to Pembroke on the weekend, last Thursday night, we were in Toronto mm-hmm. to see Mr. Tobin Sprout play at the Monarch Tavern. And I had a grand old time. What did you... Uh, what you think of that? I also had a grand old time. It was a really good time. It was much different than I thought it was going to be. The night that I had in my head was a million times different than the night that we had in reality. In what way? I pictured um, a very small club, which it was, and like sitting in rounds, like sitting at tables and just because he's promoting his new record, which is called Empty Horses. Empty Horses. I just pictured that we would be listening to him play that record. I just pictured it really like super low key. The new record is very low key. It's very yeah. country tinged. And that's totally what I pictured. Yeah, but that's not what what, what it was. No. It, it was like a guided by voices show. Yes, it was a he had a full band, it was rock and I knew it was gonna be the full band. Yeah. Uh, but there was way more people there than I thought there would be. Way more people. And there was almost a couple fights in the audience. Yeah. It was uh We'll, we'll get to that, but uh, that's the subject of our episode this week. We wanted to do Tobin Sprout, and we were going to just cover his new record, Empty Horses, and then we thought, well, we're going to the show, so maybe we'll talk about the show, and we'll we'll do that record. And then we thought, why don't we just do his set list that he played at the mm-hmm. show in Toronto? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to cover Tobin's set list. Uh, there was 28 songs played, and I don't think we can do every single song, so what no. we decided is uh, Robin and I were each going to pick our 12 highlights from the 28 songs and then we would um on the air here go through the set list and if we both agree on a track oh no not even if we agree no so yeah. we'll we each picked our top 12 yes assuming that there's going to be quite a bit of overlap that's true yes. so we'll probably be discussing today i don't know between 15 and 20 songs i think normally like if we're covering two records we're probably discussing 15 to 20 songs yeah i'd say so so I think that's what we're going to do today. And we're, so we're going to go over the set list, like you said, from like start to finish. But along the way, if one of us have picked one or both of us have picked that song, we'll discuss. I knew all of this and I just had to have it explained to me again. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That makes sense. The yes. way I was going to explain it was way going around the bend and unnecessary. This is why I'm here. I, I find efficiencies. Yeah. So, well, do you think we should just get into it should we talk about uh your history with tobin sprout or should we uh just get to it and then we'll do all that and in, in the segment when we begin talking about the show what do you want to do well don't look at my list you were looking at my list well, I david dunham I, my eyes just rested on your phone but i couldn't see i, I didn't uh-huh. know it was your list and i wasn't reading it I just these lists where... are secret ladies and gentlemen until we we haven't shown each other our top 12 no although david just cheated you've seen the set list is there like was it pretty even between guided by voices and tobin sprout songs no it was more well they're all his songs but they're all his songs but like between yes so no it wasn't even it was mostly solo yeah there was okay. a he played a lot of guided by voices yeah there was Tobin a ton. songs though yeah i'd say i probably knew about 50 percent of what he played that night but 50 mm-hmm. percent of songs were familiar to me yeah so well that's good yeah we can get started and then kind of tell stories along the way let's get into it okay Well, usually now on the show, I kind of do a funny thing that annoys Robin, and I try to get her to say Wikipedia time, and it's real funny and annoying, but uh, it's 8.46 on a Monday night, and I don't give a shit. I'm tired. <laughs> Thank Christ. 
It's Wikipedia time. When you just want the fans, oh! it's Wikipedia time. Tobin Sprout is an American artist and musician. He is best known as being the secondary major writer and member of indie rock group Guided by Voices. He also was a founding member of the band Figure Four, who participated in the Dayton New Wave scene in the mid-80s, playing at bars such as the 1001 Club. A self-taught musician, Sprout played with and was a major collaborator of the Dayton band Guided by Voices. Employing a four-track recorder and a home studio, he contributed to the lo-fi sound of Guided by Voices, and he was a member of the band from 1987 through 1997, and again from 2010 to 2014. The band frequently recorded in Sprout's home studio, and as a member of the band, he contributed as a co-writer, multi-instrumentalist, and a studio engineer. When you hear Tobin sing, when you hear those Guided by Voices records, you picture like a tiny, you know, standard indie rock yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. But then you see Tobin, and he looks like uh, he looks like your buddy's dad. Yeah. Who might teach, uh, you know, a uh, high school shop. I think he kind of looks like he might have been in jail a couple times. You think Tobin looks like that? Yeah. Really? He looks tough. He does look tough. He's very tall. He's like probably 6'4", six, 6'5", six, I think. Mm-hmm. He's got a very low voice. He talks like this. But then when he sings, he sings way up here. Yeah. And it's beautiful. He's it got a beautiful, beautiful, faltering, gentle voice. In all of the Guided by Voices records that I've heard, Tobin's songs are always my favorites. And before I even realized that Tobin was Tobin, you know, when I was like, oh, this is a good song, you'd be like, that's a Tobin song. Ah, yes. You know? Yeah, I like the Tobin songs as much as I like Bob songs, mm-hmm. for sure. There's just more Bob songs, mm-hmm. obviously. But I love Tobin. Um, met Tobin once. Uh, I don't know if you really count it as meeting him. I was really drunk. We went to see Got It Voices in Dayton. Uh, they played a hometown show uh, downtown outside in 2012. And then four of us went down there and uh, got really, really drunk. And then when the show was done, we just sort of walked backstage. Like there was an outdoor stage and there was a gate and I could see the sort of tent back there where the bands were probably hanging out and we were drunk and there was an opening in the gate and we just walked back there. Nice. And uh, walked into Gutterway Voices tent, their sort of backstage area. And, and they were all back there? They were all there. And just hanging out. Didn't care that you guys. I mean, I don't think they gave a shit because it was Dayton and like everybody was just back there. Like, right. It wasn't packed, but like we just walked in and met all of them, got our pictures taken <laughs> with all of them. Um We'll, we'll post the photos on Instagram. I don't have the, the, the specific photo, but all of us got our picture taken with Pollard and uh, Mitch Mitchell. And there's a series of four. I don't have the one, but in one, actually in a couple, you see Mitch Mitchell uh, trying to light. Our friend Billy Sutton got their set list. And in the pictures, no one's paying attention, but Mitch Mitchell's like lighting the set list on fire <laughs> while we're all smiling <laughs> for the camera. I don't have that one. Maybe I'll try to get that one from uh, from Billy or Mitch, but... Yeah, I met him all that night. That was like one of the best nights of my life. Robert Pollard's wife yelled at me. I'm not going to get into it. Huh. Uh, deservedly so. I was going to say, you probably deserved I, it. I was being a, a drunken, annoying fanboy, and she mm-hmm. just had had enough. So uh, I didn't mean to make her mad. I just, uh, you know, that's what happens when uh, I'm around people. When you're drunk. Yeah, or when I'm not. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, last Thursday at the Monarch Tavern in Toronto, we went to see Tobin with our friends. Uh, who 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 was there? We had Steph Roberts, Mitch Bowden, Johnny Sarkis was up from the uh, states there. Good old Johnny Sarkis. How you met Johnny Sarkis there? What you think of Johnny Sarkis? Johnny Sarkis was great. It yeah. was nice to have a name to the Sarkis report. Yeah, Johnny Sarkis has been uh, busy the last little while. He's tour managing Russian circles. 
And uh, as you may or may not know, they got their truck robbed in California. So mm-hmm. we got the we got the skinny on that and a whole bunch of other stuff. But anyways, that's the crew that went over to the show along with a few other Dunville folks. But uh, and it was packed in there. It was crazy busy. I couldn't uh, couldn't believe how packed it was. There was way more people there than I thought there was going to be. Yeah, me too. There was um, a moment in time where I was checking for exits just to make sure that should anything happen and we were all safe. Yeah, well, it thinned out. The opening band, Blonde Elvis from Toronto, must have had a lot of people there for them because it was like uncomfortably packed when they played. But then by the time Tobin came on, it, it thinned out a bit. So mm-hmm. that was that was nice that it thinned out. There was almost a couple fights. There was a big guy, like a big guy. Like he looked like a linebacker, kind of. But he was just a moving and a grooving. He was ta- he was having the best time. He was doing like some shimmy shake dancing and he was just loving life, tapping his toes and shaking his not so little tush. He was, he was just he was just big. He wasn't a overweight. Yeah, no. Yeah, he's just like six foot five. But he was dancing and moving all over the place. And he worked his way up to the front about halfway through Tobin's set and then pissed off a gentleman. And they a had a smaller some, fella. A smaller fella. They had some words and then He was it, still a big guy, but smaller than this fella. Yeah. They had words and then it stopped. And then at one point the smaller guy just full on pushed the big guy and there was yep. almost a fight right in the middle of the song. Mm-hmm. But then you told me afterwards that, that same guy who was pushing the big guy push somebody else pushed a little guy and at first i was like you i didn't say it i was far away i was at this point i was standing on a bench up at the side and had like a really good view not only of tobin in the stage but of like i could do some really good people watching but i saw the big guy not the big big guy the little big guy pushing like a little little guy when the big big guy was dancing in front of him too and i thought you bully like you aren't gonna push the big guy in front of you instead you're pushing the little guy beside you but lo and behold and then he pushed the big guy and i was like oh shit but here's the thing there was a heavy gbv fan crew there and gbv fans they get drunk and they get rowdy but not in but like good natured rowdy they they, oh everyone was having a ball except for this gentleman who decided guy yeah just like dude you're this is just the way it is man if you don't like it like i don't know i get it if some big guy comes and stands in front of you and dances and it, it might make you angry but if that happened to me i would just sort of move to the side and be a little annoyed i'm five foot three and Mm. i try to get to the front at every show i go to that i'm into you know not the very front but like third from the stage is like a sweet spot however by the end of most shows people are drunk and people come to the front and start dancing and whatever you get used to it like you're like okay she's having a great time or he's having a great time and you just kind of like move over you know like that's part of being in public it's part of going to shows you don't push someone i mean i just figured that guy is there to see tobin he's also a guided by voices fan and he should understand that when things start to get rowdy and then the tide turned and the whole front of the stage was eventually doing the drunken and i loved that i loved watching that that little guy guy or the fella well then he was nowhere to be found pusher yeah was gone so he lost the battle there but uh so that was interesting there was almost a couple fights caused by the same guy by the end of the show everyone was just having a good time and uh i loved it i mean he's just great and it's just nice to uh be in a room with a guy from guided by voices i still have that real fanboy thing like that's him yeah and the set list was great and maybe we should get into it now sure so let's pull up our secret lists of favorites here Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And we will go through the set list from the show one by one. And when we hit on a song that either we both agree on or one of us has picked, we'll talk about it a little bit and we'll play a clip. Now, I'm going to play longer clips this week because I figure, A, we're only doing one band again. And uh, his songs are so short anyway that, uh, again, I want to do the tracks justice. And I think that uh, you should hear them, especially if you're not so familiar with Tobin. Right. Because I think this is music that basically anybody could like. He's one of those artists where it's just, you know, what's there not to like about it? I don't know. Is that? Yeah. I'm biased, obviously. Totally. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. You want to start? Sure. Okay. So the first song he played in the set was To My Beloved Martha, which is from the Carnival Boy record from 2006, or from 1996. This is on my list of highlights. This is not on my list of highlights. But we still get to talk about it because it's on yours. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have much to say other than I love the song. I like that song too. It was originally like, this was hard. This was a hard, it was hard to whittle down to 12. This was one of the ones I had to like carve off my list. Oh yeah. I probably would have had 17 or 18 mm-hmm. songs that I would consider highlights from the show. It's a great song. Yeah. Here's a clip. What a great way to open the show. I love that song. It's just like melancholy, but catchy as all get out. Yeah. Which I feel is a trademark of Tobin in his songwriting. Mm-hmm. He's great at, I don't know, just melancholic, catchy. It's Monday night. I, my brain's fried. You no, know I mean? I'm with you. Minor chords played with a catchy beat. Yeah, and a catchy vocal melody on top. And just, uh, I don't know, there's, sad, there's a sadness to a lot of his songs. And his voice is so brittle and fragile. It really, mm-hmm. you know, it really drives it home. And it is funny when you see the man, he doesn't look like the guy who would, who would have that voice. Right. Which I love. You know, he looks like, uh, you know, he's my dad's buddy who... <laughs> Comes over his, for beer. Yeah, or bringing his kid to a hockey practice or something. You yeah. Know I mean? He's just a dude, which yeah. is uh, which is fantastic. Not that he shouldn't be just a dude, but, you yeah. know, respect some indie rock nerdlinger or something, you know? <laughs> yep. Speaking of, the drummer that he had with him was great. Oh, why? Oh, does he strike you as a nerdlinger? Total nerdlinger, and I <laughs> loved him. Uh, yeah, he reminded me of our good friend Bill Priddle a little bit. Is he also a nerdlinger? Well, that guy in the band that night who apparently is the drummer from elf power which is kind of cool from athens georgia he flew up for just the one show but he reminded me of bill but like if bill oh that's kind of i don't want to say it's mean if bill looked more like a turtle (laughs) okay (laughs) that's not nice well i'm not sure if it's not nice for bill or the elf power guy well it's more for me for the elf power guy because bill i'm saying bill doesn't does not look like it doesn't look like a turtle he just looks like a bill the elf power guy looked like a turtle no he i'm just saying that if bill priddle looked more like a turtle he would look like the elf power guy not that the elf power guy looks like a turtle on the best of days he just looks like if bill looked like like a a turtle. turtle Okay. 
Well, yeah. I liked him because um, he just seemed to be having a lot of fun. And I loved that he was singing along to the songs, but he wasn't mic'd up. Yeah. You know, like he just like he just knew all the songs and just seemed like he mm-hmm. loved them. And even before they announced that he was there for the one show, I was watching the band turning around and giving him cues. And I was like, that's weird mm-hmm. that they're having to cue this guy up if he's their drummer. But then it turns out he was just there for the one show. So I feel bad that I said the guy looks like a turtle. He didn't look like a turtle. I didn't get turtle vibes from him. So no, okay. Well, then no one else did either. I'm just he was asshole. cute. Yeah, he was, was super, super cute. cute. Yeah. And he drummed along and he did a great job. And thank you for showing up there, guy whose name we Elf power. can't be bothered to Man. learn before the podcast. Um, yeah, so that was To My Beloved Martha. That was the opening track, which is one of my 12 highlights. We're going to move on. Uh, song number two in the set was Get Out of My Throat, which was on the Moonflower Plastic record from 1997. I also had to whittle this one away. Yeah, this isn't on my list of top songs. Okay, great. Love the song. Great song. Not on the top. Moving on. This next one was tough. Third, he played Gleamer from Vampire on Titus, the God of My Voices record from 1993. One of the most lo-fi things they did, but I love it. And uh, this song was on my, it was part of my like 17 I wanted to mention, but I had to whittle it off. Well, good news for you. You can still talk about it because it's on my list. Nice. Here's a clip. Yes, David. I am pleasantly surprised that that was on your list of highlights. I love this song. Great, because I know that you're not a huge fan of the sort of scrappier, not great sounding, lo-fi, got it by voices. Although that is one of the better sounding songs on <laughs> Vampire and Titus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I love that you love that. Oh, it's so good. And I remember it being really great on Thursday yeah. night. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. And uh, Vampire and Titus. That's what we named our cat after. Uh, Moving on, the next song they played in the set was Breaking Down from his new record, Empty Horses from 2020. And this is on my list. It's on my list too. Yeah. There's a road that's been building in my head for some time now. And I just can't shake it. And there's a place. Tugging at my soul A gentle hand But I just can't take it I'm breaking down Breaking all away Breaking down Breaking all away And I just gave you quite a long clip of that song because you needed to hear it because it's goddamn beautiful. What a tune. Oh, my stars. I need someone um, that we know to learn that song by summertime so that when we're sitting around a fire, they could break out the guitar and play it. Well, I can learn it. Mitch Bowden, I'm looking at you. 
Oh, fine, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, Mitch. Well, no, no, yeah. yeah, Mitch can do it. But you're not going to like do nope. it and no, no, sing no, no, it. No, no, you're no, no. not going to do it and Super sing it by the fire. handsome, talented Mitch, Robin's boyfriend, can learn the song and <laughs> sing it with his angel voice and his angel eyes, and I'll just stay, I'll just be in the porta potty <laughs> All right, will you sing it for me, too? I will sing it for do you. Do you promise? No, actually, Mitch can probably do it. I, I mean, I can do it, but it'll be terrible. It won't be terrible, and I know that you would play it, but you wouldn't sing it. I'll play the spoons. Don't even joke. If you would play it and sing it, you're my first pick. I will play and sing it. Promise? I promise you I will play it and sing it. Okay. But I don't know if I'm a good singer. I'm good at yelling. All you got to do is try. I'm going to try it. Mark my words. I am going to learn that song and play it for my baby (laughs) before summer. I love you. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, we'll see how it turns out. But anyways, that's beautiful. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs on his new record. And Mine too. Going back, the new record is fantastic. You need to hear it. And we're going to probably end up playing quite a few f- songs from it on this podcast because I think we're probably going to feel the same way when the songs from this record come up in the set list. I feel like we're going to agree on a lot of those. And so, you know, that was what I was expecting. All of like songs just like that on Thursday night, sitting mm-hmm. around listening to songs like that. Yeah, which would have been fantastic yeah i, mean, I could have I sat mean, there the show was incredible but that would have been fantastic too as well yeah um the next song they played in the set was the crawling backward man which is from an ep from 1998 called wax nails and it's also on the live at the horseshoe tavern record from 2005 this is the crawling backward man and it's on my list not on my list Ooh. well here's a clip It's so catchy. I love that song. Here's the problem. The problem is uh, the version from Wax Nails isn't streaming anywhere. Right. And as far as I can tell, you can't purchase it either. This is actually a good time to talk about this. Every episode of Reaction Brats you've heard, all the clips that we've played, those songs have been purchased. I want to make a point of saying that. I don't rip them from YouTube. We pay for them. I purchase them digitally. Sometimes I have to rip stuff from YouTube if it's like an incidental piece that we're not going to spend much time on. Or um, or if it's not available on streaming. Or if it's not available. But every single time we do an episode, I go and I buy the music that we are using in our show. So, But for this one, I'm probably going to have to rip it from YouTube. So hopefully that's okay. Um, but anyway, I love that song. And it was a highlight of the show for me. Moving on. The next song they played in the set was To Remake the Young Flyer, which is from the Guided by Voices record from 1996 called Under the Bushes, Under the Stars. The Guided by Voices record that got me into them finally. Mm -hmm. In 2006, 10 years after it came out, I don't know why or how, but I started listening to that record and that's what made them click for me. I think it's my favorite Guided by Voices record. Maybe not as a record, but because it's the first one that I loved, right? Mm -hmm. So this song's from it. 
Having said that, surprisingly, this didn't make my highlights. Also not on my list. Yeah, it's not my favorite Tobin song from the record. So didn't make the list. Moving on. Moving on. The next song they played was Breathing, which is from the John the Croc single by Guided by Voices from 2012. Uh, John the Croc is on, I believe it's on Class Clown Spots UFO, right? I, I, I don't know. Let's check. Yes, I was right. Thank God, or else I would have looked like a real poser. Um, uh, this song didn't make my list of highlights. Um, what is the song again? <laughs> Breathing. Oh, it was on my list. I love this song. Oh, here's a clip. I'm in a great i love it oh it's great mm-hmm. yeah it's just um i don't know nice and simple and i like that like marching kind of drum beat and like a it's almost like um the vocal melody is almost like a like a sailor song i don't know i love it oh kind of like a shanty yeah yeah but not like an annoying shanty yeah. like a nice like calm simple shanty mm-hmm. i love it great yeah I'm, I'm, I'm glad that was on your list this is uh everything's working out just fine uh the next song they played in the set was all in my sleep which is from tobin's new record empty horses and it was on my master list of choices but it got eked out also not on my list Ooh, i was kind of counting on you to have picked that <laughs> one because i really do love it i love it too all right well Fair enough. The next song in the set list was Future Boy Today, Man of Tomorrow, which is from Tobin's record from 2017 called The Universe and Me. And this one is definitely on my list of highlights. Also on mine. Bam. Future Boy Today, Man of Tomorrow. Yeah, baby. What a tune. Yeah, that was actually supposed to be for Guided by Voices. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think he had written that or had prepared it for um, one of the reunion albums. Hmm. And then in 2014, when Pollard kind of disbanded the reunion, Mm -hmm. uh, I think Toby just kept it and put it on that record, obviously. It's great. It's so great. It's Um, a bop, as the kids would call it. It is a serious bop. Some of you might be familiar, some of you aren't, but uh, I do collage and uh, under the moniker Victor Malang, you can find me on Instagram. But uh, I did a collage in 2017 and that song had just come out and I really loved it. But the collage just screamed it needed the title Future Boy Today. So I called it that, but then I was like, well, I can't just take a song title. So I called it Future Boy Today. And then in brackets, I said for Tobin Sprout. And on Facebook, I posted it and tagged Tobin. And uh, guess what? What? No response. 
Oh. Yeah. You know what, though? He probably just sounds like, oh, cool. Some uh, collage that isn't as good as my best good buddy, Robert Pollard's, but cool. Good work, guy. Uh, because you may not know this either. Robin does, but you might not, our dear listener. Uh, Tobin Sprout is a super gifted painter. Oh, yeah? Yes. Like photorealism, photorealistic paintings. They are crazy. Like they're so good. And uh, he's, you know, as the years have gone on, I think he's become quite well known for that. And interestingly enough, Tim Allen from Home Improvement, you know who Tim Allen is. Tim the Toolman Taylor? Tim the Toolman Taylor is a huge supporter and buyer of Tobin Sprout's paintings. Wow. There's actually an interview with Tim Allen on YouTube. Let me pull it up here. The YouTube video is called Tim Allen on Paintings by Tobin Sprout dash dialogue box 002 if you'd like to look it up. But uh, maybe I'll play a little clip now from this interview. (laughs) Tim Allen talking about Tobin Sprout. Here it is. Huh? I saw it at Main Street Gallery, and I think I bought the first painting. I, I wanted to even got one. I might have bought two. Yet. Was it the Sunbeam Mixer, maybe? Or yes, yeah, Sunbeam Mixer. That's exactly what it is, and that's at. Where is I, that? I believe it's in your at your offices. And yeah, I have several at my office because it, it. I got kind of in a run of things where I thought, I thought it was the end of it. He kind of went through a period, which I like. He got through it, was successful. Well, how would I know? I don't know if he's made any money on it, but then he went success, Then he moved on to some other kind of art. But right. I, I bought a lot of the, the photorealist stuff. So yeah. That's well, t- who knew? Yeah, that's Tim the Toolman Taylor talking about his love of Tobin Sprout, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, Future Boy Today, Man of Tomorrow. So good, and I'm glad we both picked it. Shall we move on? Yes, we shall. The next song in the set list is Sadder Than You, which is a Tobin Sprout song, but it is from his band from the 80s in Dayton called Figure Four. It's uh, from their self-titled record from 1987, and this one is definitely on my list. Not on my list. Dang. Well, here's a clip. Again, this song is not uh, streaming anywhere. Mm-hmm. So the version that Robin is familiar with from the... Uh, horseshoe. Yes, it's from the Horseshoe, Live of the Horseshoe record. And again, the original recording is better. Right. So I think if you might have heard that, you might have a different opinion. I yeah, mean, I don't really remember it at the show. Ah, okay. Well, it was a highlight for me. This is, uh, you know, Tobin Sprout and his first band. Well, I don't know if they were his first band, but the band he was in and continued to be in for the first part of Guided by Voices. And uh, I just really like it. It's like cool that those two... F- found each other and were kindred spirits and it's cool it i is mean very they were cool. all heavily influenced by like rem and stuff like that mm-hmm. so of course they were writing songs that were similar to each other's but uh yeah just an interesting little little ditty from the 80s from mm-hmm. from tobin's first band figure four uh moving on the next song in the set was jupiter spin which is from motivational jumpsuit which is one of the uh, guided by voices reunion records it came out in 2014 and this did not make my list mine either okay uh, the next one is Jabber Stroker, which is from the Guided by Voices. I guess like I guess it's an EP. Sunfish Holy Breakfast from '96, and this made my list. Not mine. Well, here's a clip.
I feel like uh, this might be back to the too scrappy, too poorly recorded. Well, this one I had to whittle off my list. This one was like on the list and then just other ones were making it on. I had to whittle it down and this one got slashed. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, it was for me, it was like, I was surprised to hear it in the set. It was cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, he's playing Jabberstar. That's cool. From Sunfish Holy Breakfast. It's funny if anybody out there knows what the cover of Sunfish Holy Breakfast looks like. It's like three naked hippies. Yeah. And a friend of the show, Mitch Bowden, when he was a very young boy, probably, I don't know, 11 or 12, he was listening to that record a lot and he thought that was Scott of My Voices. Mm-hmm. He didn't know what they looked like, so he just assumed that uh, those naked hippies were the band, which is funny. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch. Um, the next song on the set was The Corners Are Glowing, which is from, I think, probably my favorite of the reunion records, uh, Guided by Voices, The Bears for Lunch from 2012. However, having said that, it did not make my list. Oh, it's on my list. Well, Nice. A cool song. I love this song. Yeah. So cool. What do you love about it? Again, that like marching band kind of beat, you know, like um, like I expect to hear this song like out in the woods somewhere, <laughs> you know? Uh, no. No, you don't get that like out in the woods kind of feeling? Like you better watch out for the, because the day is the day the teddy bears well, have no, I pet. don't think I'm going to find teddy bears. What do you mean like out in the woods? I don't know. Like it just sounds like the wilderness. It sounds like um, like rugged terrain. I don't know. It just sounds cool. It just sounds really cool to me. I That's love cool. it. I really do like the song. I just, uh, you know, it just didn't make the list. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being really fun at the show. It was fun at the show. If you want to check out one of the really good Got Up A Voices reunion records, The Bears for Lunch, that's the one to go for, I think. Next up in the set was Hit Junkie Dives, which is also from the Moonflower Plastic record from 1997. I really like it. It was on my master list, but I had to scratch it. It's on my list. Nice. Here's a clip. Anyone who's been listening to the show for a while knows that I love the sad ones. It's just such a great song. And any chorus with 
has got me. I love it. I love that whole record. Yeah, I'd like um, to get it. We have the new Tobin on vinyl. I don't think we have any others, do we? We don't, but Zadarozny has Moonflower Plastic on vinyl. He pulled it out there mm-hmm. on the weekend. We should have just stolen it or offered him some money and just took it. Nah, just take it. Maybe next time. The next song in the set was Spider Fighter, which is from the first of the GBV reunion records. Uh, came out in 2012. It's called Let's Go Eat the Factory. Uh, this one's not on my list. Not on my list. All right, moving on. The next song was The Man I Used to Know, which is from Tobin's new solo record, Empty Horses. And this one is on the list. Not on my list. Wow. I'm glad it's on your list so we can talk about it. It's become like a crossroad. I just love the sound of that one. It's so good. Yeah. I love this song. This yeah. one was just like number 13 on my list of mm-hmm. 12, you know? If this was all recorded in uh, Tobin's home studio by Tobin, he's he's getting good, man. This record sounds really great. Mm-hmm. Mitch Bowden just bought a couple mics off Tobin. No way. Yeah. Tobin was selling a bunch of equipment, so Mitch ended up getting a couple mics. Uh, so maybe they were used on this album. You never know, right? Very cool. Yeah. Passing the magic along. I do get some um, like Chris Isaac vibes. From this song. Yeah, like it sounds that. like it could be on um Forever Blue. Yeah, I I agree. Which I love. I love that record. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Let me just think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole song, not just the vocals, but someone, like someone needs to get that song to Chris Isaac, get him to do a cover. <laughs> for real. Yep. Probably be great. Uh yeah, fantastic song. And again, get the new Tobin record, Empty Horses. It is fantastic. The next song on the set list was a goddamn classic. It's Dodging Invisible Rays from the Tiger Bomb EP from ninety five, Guided by Voices, and there ain't no way this wasn't making my list. What about you? Ding 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 ding, it's on my list. Yeah. Oh, This was the best song of the night. Oh, yeah? This was the highlight of my night. This was so good. Do you think that the big guy was up front doing a shimmy dance at this point? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think there must have been a few people shimmy dancing at this point, because that's from Tiger Bomb, which is a pretty big favorite in the GBV community. This was definitely a song that I already knew and loved and was surprised when he played it and had kind of forgotten about it. Like, yeah. And I think, again, with my expectations being that we were just going to be sitting around a smoky, dirty club listening to the new stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this yeah. one. Like, that's this funny. was so fun. Again, I probably played a long clip of that, because if you don't come out of this podcast the Tobin Sprout fan. I don't think you like music. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. If you don't like what we're playing and don't end this podcast thinking, I got to check out some of that guy's stuff, you don't like music. Take that to the bank and smoke it. 
Something like that. Yep. Uh, moving on. The next song in the set was uh, Cryptic Shapes, which was from a compilation in 1999 called I Stayed Up All Night Listening to Records. Pollard has a song on that, too. I think. I can't remember the name of it, but I'm too lazy to look. Uh, this one didn't make my list. It made mine. What would I do? It's that vocal melody. Oh, I love it. I just love it. It just makes me feel it. It makes me feel something. Because I think this falls into the melancholy, super catchy, melancholy Tobin Sprout sound. Yeah. This one fits right in with To My Beloved Martha, fits into a couple that are coming up that I've picked from the set list. But uh, yeah, I love that song. It just didn't, it got eked out. Yeah. I'm so glad we got to play a clip of that. I think what's interesting maybe about the songs that I picked or the songs that I'm kind of leaning towards is that I'm parachuting in here, right? Like, so I don't, I don't have a history with any of these songs. So I don't have any like sentimental memories with any of these songs. You know, I don't have have any of that stuff yeah you it's have any just, baggage. I'm, I'm totally parachuting in yeah. unknown to anything here mm-hmm. well that's cool i'm glad you picked that one mm-hmm. next in the set they played his new single it was new in the spring it's called supersonic chairman it's a seven inch single this was my hardest choice to leave off the list this was like number 13 and like i was trying to fit it in because i loved it i wish that i was able to pick it as one of my 12 because it's fantastic have you heard it since yeah well unfortunately it's not streaming where did you hear it? I YouTubed it. Oh, well, I didn't do that. So it's not, I haven't heard it. It's not even been a consideration for me. So it's moot at this point for me because I only heard it once there. Okay. But it, I remember being good. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Check it out, everybody. The next song was The Last Man, well known to Kingpin, which is from Carnival Boy from 1996. Love it, but it didn't make my 12. Didn't make mine either. Okay, that makes it easy. The next song on the set list uh, was Awful Bliss, which is from B1000, the Guided by Voices record that everybody knows from 1994. Classic Tobin Sprout song, but I did not put it in my 12. Not in mine either. I love the song, but it wasn't a highlight of the show for me. Hmm. Hmm. And the same with this next one. Again, classic Mincer Ray from B1000. Love the song. It's in my head. It's part of my DNA, but it just, it wasn't a highlight for me. Nope. Me either. Didn't make Robins either. The next song on the set list was All Used Up, which is from Moonflower Plastic from 1997. And this one is on my list. Hard. Mine too. Yeah. All used up and erased. No room for the deity could ever be replaced. It's been turning all night. I set my standards above the upper lower cuts. I did my time. Again, the the jangly sort of like picked lead part. I mm-hmm. love that part of the song and I love that song. I love it too. Just happy. Yeah. Makes it me was, happy. It's fun. Yeah. It's just a got a great beat. It 
tapping your toe and shaking your little tush. Yeah. Classic and, and it was Davey. really classic Davey. And it was also, it was really great at the show. It was, it was really like, great. It was a highlight of the set and people loved it. And yeah, really great. And again, I probably just played a really long clip because I love that track and you <laughs> should too. Moving on. The next song on the set was again, big old classic. It's a good flying bird from Alien Lanes, got it by voices from 95. Huge fan favorite. Everybody freaks out when he plays it. I love when he plays it, but again, it wasn't a highlight for me. It was on my list. Great. Yeah, this one's just fun. And of course, this would be a crowd favorite live, like all the yeahs and the fists yeah. in the air and the like, yeah, this one's great. This one's on the one after B1000, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I like Alien Lanes more than B1000. 100%, so do I. Um, But uh, yeah, this one was fun. And I like the recording. I like it. Um, I like listening to it. I this was this one definitely made my list. Yeah, you know what? Whenever this gets played live in GBV and obviously when Tobin plays solo, the whole band plays it. It's not just a guitar voice yeah. song. It's like a, they turn it into a rock song. And I love hearing it, but nothing will ever top the reunion show I saw in the fall of 2010. We went to see them in Boston and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And when they played this in Philadelphia, it was crazy. People lost their minds. It was at the, what's the name of the big hall in Philadelphia? Trocadero? Philadelphia Hall. <laughs> Philadelphia Cream Cheese Hall. But the whole place was going, like it's one of those things where the whole floor is pogoing and everything. Yeah. And it's so loud when people are singing the yes. So nothing's ever going to top that. So, sure. you know. So when you see Guided by Voices, who sings the Tobin songs? Tobin. But when oh, Tobin's oh not they don't there, play him. They don't play Tobin songs? Well, no, because he's, he's not there to sing them. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Or not really, because he's not there. Another reason why I don't need to see him, which I was going to talk about at the end of this, but do you want to talk about it now? Well, we? Yeah, I don't know what you're going to say. Well, I was going to say, now that I've seen Tobin, I don't feel like I need to see Gotta Buy Voices, because I feel like I've just heard all of their best songs. And now, especially knowing that they don't play Tobin songs, why would I go see Gotta Buy Voices? Well, I mean... I would go with you if we are going to like make a weekend out of it and like travel somewhere. That would be super fun. But like Toronto, I'm good. Especially knowing that they play like forever, like already this was, and I was super into the show, but already I'm too old for this shit. It well, was Tobin, late. Yeah. I was like, my back hurt. <laughs> they they <laughs> played long. Yeah. My back hurt too. They played, he played longer than I thought he would for yeah. sure. I mean, Tobin's 65. Mm-hmm. I mean, he looks great and he's rocking still, but I didn't know he's, I didn't know he was 65. So he's older than Pollard, I think. Huh. Pretty sure. Um, but yeah, hey, you, you, I mean, yeah, we were going to go see Got Up My Voices on New Year's Eve in New York City, but then our house started to implode. So we yeah. canceled it. So we're not going to travel to see Got Up My Voices this year anyway. But Which would have been great again, because we would have traveled and been in New York City. And mm-hmm. someday we're going to travel and see him. I mean, you've got to see Got Up My Voices. It's still going to be a great show. I mean, there's so many great songs. Which brings us to, I did see. He got it by voices. Oh, yeah, he did. Remember, in 1995, I saw Guided by Voices. So that's an Urge Overkill pace. 
pay stub. Robin was in Urge Overkill. <laughs> no, uh, it's a ticket stub for Urge Overkill at the Phoenix Concert Theater on Wednesday, October 25th, 1995. And we're pretty sure GBV opened. Yeah, this was like something like dramatic happened at this show, no? Oh, yeah. I think uh, Pollard got in a fight with the bouncers or got beat up by the bouncers at the Phoenix or something. And like kicked out of, yeah, the, kicked of his out own, of his own show. show. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't remember seeing Guided by Voices, but I also don't remember seeing her Jover Kill. So. Well, you know what? We should make sure that they were at that show. Let's, uh, let's, let's check it out. Yeah. We'll be right back. Yeah, there it is. Got it by voices. Urge Overkill at the Phoenix Concert Theater in Toronto, Ontario on Wednesday, October 25th, 1995. There's Urge Overkill's set list, but there is no set list available for Got it by Voices, but uh, it was Alien Lane's touring, so it would have been amazing. I'm sure it was. It would have been, would have been the best set list ever. And I would have seen them because at that point I would have still been like lining up outside for doors to open Were you an Urge concerts. Were you a big Urge Overkill fan? At the time, I do remember liking that record, like the, like, what was that record? Exit the Dragon. Oh, I liked the one before that. Enter the Dragon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I loved Enter the Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know much about Urge Overkill. I don't have an opinion. I remember the song from Pulp Fiction, but that's a cover, right? That's yeah. not their song. And then I The record before that song. was good. I just don't remember anything about it. Well, they had like a storied indie career before all of that. Like they had mm-hmm. other records that obviously people liked. I, I just really don't know anything about them. Do you have an opinion on Urge Overkill? Is there a good song we should... Can we do a poll on Instagram? Can that be one of our things? Like what's a good Urge Overkill song to hear? Yeah, what's a good album or something? Maybe, well... Yeah, so I don't know much about that band, but maybe I'll maybe I'll check them out. Uh, moving on, the next song in the set list was Atom Eyes from Under the Bushes, Under the Stars from 96. And this one, so, is on my list. Not on mine. Yeah, like I said, this is the Guided by Voices record that got me to finally realize how great they are. And this was one of the songs that I really latched onto when I started listening. I love it. I mm-hmm. think it's so, 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 so beautiful and catchy and just great. Yeah, it's good. You know, this song and the other song on, um, well, there's a few Tobin songs on the record, but uh, the other song on there, it's like Soul Man. They sound like you're listening to them on a transistor radio. Yeah. You know, they sound like lost 60s hits, kind of, you know. I think I might have read that somewhere. That might not be an original thought, but it's so true they you know these are fm hits being played by a time machine transistor radio and that's always the the impression i got from those songs and yeah i love this one so when he played it i was quite happy good yeah but you weren't uh, i sure was it just got whittled off my list yeah uh we're coming around the bend here this next song is another one that i had to axe and i didn't want to it's scissors from king shit and the golden boys 1994 gutted by voices and uh i love it but it just could not get on the list. It is not on my list. No, I didn't think it would be. 
mentioned before, it's like Soul Man from Under the Bushes Under the Stars. And from the same year, it's on his solo record, Carnival Boy. So the God of My Voices version is very poorly recorded. It sounds like it's recorded, you know, with a Not potato. A sup- <laughs> with a potato. But the Carnival, <laughs> Not surprising. The Carnival Boy version sounds fantastic. So uh, this is a highlight. This is on my list. Oh, mine too. Let's play a clip of both versions. Here's the GBV version. Here's Tobin's version from his uh, record Carnival Boy from the same year. I mean, in a shootout, it's obvious that the Carnival Boy version kind of... Why do they record on potatoes? <laughs> I don't know. You'd have to ask them. I'd have to look and see which record came out first. I'm not even sure. Hmm. I'm assuming the GBV version came out first, but I, I don't know. Do you know at Reaction Brats Pod? But I love that song, and uh, I, there's not much more I can say. Again, if you don't like that, you don't know what the hell you're doing. <laughs> I love it. It was a great part of the show. It's a great song. And then the last song on the set was Little Whirl from Alien Lanes 95, Guided by Voices, and 100% on my list. Ding, 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 mine too. Good. Yeah, that's always been a favorite from Alien Lanes. It's one of my favorite Tobin songs on the record. And uh, I remember once in the car listening to that with my mother and it got done. My mom just goes, well, that wasn't very good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whatever, mom. Uh Did you tell her she doesn't know about music? Well, she's a nice lady. Mm -hmm. Hi, mom. Hi, Jane. You don't have to like Little World by Guided by Voices. You still know about music. You know it's about music. So yeah, and that was the end of the show. That was the encores and everything. So it was a fantastic night. It was a fantastic night. When we got back to the hotel, I feel like we got back late. It was a late night. I'm glad we didn't have to drive home to Hamilton that night. We got to stay in Toronto because we were leaving for Pembroke the next day. And um, it was a nice little evening. I'm glad we went. Yeah, it was a great night all around. Met up with some friends and and had a good night. And the Monarch Tavern's cool. I've never been there before. It's just a tiny little place, but Mm -hmm. it was cool. It was cool. Dark little bar. Good sound system. Very loud. Blonde Elvis opened, but honestly, we didn't see much of them because we had to go buy earplugs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but I liked what I heard. So if you want to check them out, they're from Toronto, Blonde Elvis. Uh, But yeah, Tobin was great and it was a lot of fun and I'm, uh, I'm glad we went. Me too. Great. I think that's the end of the show. I think so, too. It's 10 o'clock p.m. It is way past my bedtime. Yeah, way past mine, too. Do we know what we're going to do next episode yet? We haven't discussed that. Uh, we have ideas. 
We have ideas. We have ideas. It'll be something really fun. Super fantastic. I think what we should do is go out on uh, Tobin's new song, uh, The Supersonic Chairman. Uh, how are uh, we going to get that again? Well, here's Sorry the thing. Sorry for the yawn. I'm so very sleepy. It's okay. Go lay down. I'm going to rip it from YouTube. Oh. But having said that, why don't you, dear listener, go to Tobin's website and purchase uh, purchase the 7-inch? Let me go back to his home here. Where am I? What am I doing? What's happening? There what we go. What are you doing? So the Supersonic Chairman single comes with a booklet. It comes in a full color, 24 page, 7x7 seven seven booklet of small paintings by Tobin Sprout called Objects, Wrestlers, and Ray Guns. $20 signed, $25 limited edition of 500 copies. I'm going to buy one. Cool. So uh, why don't you go to his website and pick one up too, and then we won't feel so bad about ripping the song from YouTube. It's uh, TobinSprout.net. So uh, go there and uh, pick up Supersonic Chairman. You can buy prints of his beautiful paintings you can buy original paintings from tobin too and it's all at that website so please 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 go check it out nice work davy robin this was a lot of fun this was a lot of fun i feel like um you maybe fell a little bit more in love with me than you were before we started recording this podcast i never thought it was possible to fall more in love with this beautiful lady but it just happened mm-hmm. i knew it it's the gift that keeps on giving this has been a very fun podcast folks i hope we've made a tobin sprout fan out of you Yes, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you. And especially you. Uh, We're going to go out with Supersonic Chairman. And until next time, see ya. Bye.